You're listening to the Grapes and Gorak Podcast. Powered by Overtime Media. Welcome back. Episode 81 of the Grapes and Gorak Show. I'm Grapes. I'm Gorak. Uh... The OBC Johnson episode. 81. I think this is the first episode that you pushed the record button. This is the first episode. Felt weird. Didn't like it at all. I yeah, no, I didn't even like pressing You were it. like, shit, what am I doing? Okay. Yeah, you were uh, talking. Usually we time it and we're like, ready? Yeah, but go. but this time I right. had control. So like when I was ready, I just went with it. Okay. But yeah, we're never it's, doing that again. Yeah, okay. I, I do not like this sort of control. BC Johnson episode. Uh, we haven't done an episode, what? Two, three weeks? I feel like it's been three. Yeah. We'll call the last three. big thing was the Zimmer extension. Yeah, it was right before training camp. And we it? were saying, you know, got Zimmer locked up. Let's get Rick locked up. And what was that, like three days after? A couple we days recorded? after, yeah. Shocker. Rick Spielman. <laughs> so a lot of news between now and then. So we'll start at the beginning. We'll go back to when we left off previously on. Grapes and Gorak. <laughs> so um, Spielman extended. I think it's pretty clear that was happening. Um I like it. You like it. I don't know who doesn't like Rick Spielman. Yeah, Some assholes out there probably don't. But. The only people who don't like him are the people who don't like trading fifth-round picks for kickers. Yeah, or trading down. Yes. Because so. Tyler Johnson was on the board. <sighs> yeah. Or uh, who was the guy that we took Madison over? Hakeem Butler. Hakeem Butler. Hakeem Butler. I mean, you know, he's had he's had a pretty good show. He had a pretty good rookie year, right? No, no, he was hurt all year. Um, and they drafted more receivers and traded yeah. for Hopkins. <laughs> I don't so, think he's making the team again. I don't yeah, know. no, and, and Madison, pretty good. Quality ball player. Yeah. Uh, you know, kind of like a fan favorite. A lot of the fans like him. Yeah, so. it is kind of funny. I feel like he did go from like, who the hell's this guy? And now everyone kind of like really yeah. likes him. They're like, oh, don't worry. We don't have to get Cook. We got yeah. Madison. Those are the running backs don't matter people. Like, we got Madison. And then as soon as Madison's the guy, it's like, oh, we don't need Madison. We got Boone. Yep. But I guess if, if that's your corner. You don't you need Boone. You got CJ Ham. <laughs> yeah. We don't need a running back. Play action doesn't mean anything. You just drop back. And well, I mean, and yeah, you don't need a running back to run play action. Yeah, yeah you, you just. just Ghost. Yeah, ghost well, running back. You should go five wide and still fake the handoff. Exactly. Who is that? I feel like I saw somebody do that. Or like they, they did the play action the opposite direction and oh, it yeah. still worked. They like threw a touchdown. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> someone used to always rip on, I think it's uh, Mike Martz. He would run five wide under center. Oh. <laughs> and it's like, why? Why are you under center just being shotgun? Because yeah. you're not turning to hand it off. It doesn't, like, what is the point of being five wide under center? With, I never really with, thought of that until someone was talking about it. I was like, oh, yeah, why would you need to be under center for 5 wide? Yeah, I remember, like, uh, back in the day going through, like, old Madden playbooks and be like, I-, I want, like, five wide under center. Like, let's go. Yeah, you they're know? gone now. Yeah. They don't put them in there. Because yeah, they're like, well, wait, nobody runs that. Yeah, except why, for Mike Martz, who's yeah. an idiot. Why Why? Why would you? <laughs> uh, speaking of Rick Spielman trading kickers and uh, that, Corey Vedvik was cut today. Corey Vedvik? Corey. Corey. Cut. cut? Cut Corey. Just, uh, you know. Punter. Oh, yeah, he's a punter, kicker, he's whatever. A punter now. Uh, so, Rick Spielman was extended. Uh, so, check that off the checklist. That was one of them. Yeah. Slick Rick. And then Everson Griffin went to the Cowboys. Yeah, one year deals. Six million. Six million. Definitely would have taken that. Like, I would have definitely signed up Griffin for another year. Yeah. Um, I thought Seahawks was definitely like, that was all the talk Seahawks or us. And then all of a sudden, they're the Cowboys. Like, I feel like the Cowboys were kind of stacked at D line. Like, what are they doing? Yeah. The team's really looking nice. The, uh, and, like you said, it was like kind of Vikings, Seahawks, and what I read is the Cowboys did just kind of sneak in there and go, yeah, oh, was, hey. They're kind of just waiting in the wings and all of a sudden swooped in. And It'll be interesting to see Griffin on a new team because he does kind of have, you know, like some personal issues where he disappeared the one time. He just seems to kind of, I don't know, hothead's not the right word. He just seems a little... A little off? Yeah. I don't mean to be mean about it. No, you know, I mean, like, and like, but like, that's, I feel like that's the 
best way I can say it without yeah. like he's prone to like go into like some dark spaces or yeah, something. Yeah, and like know. you can't I mean obviously you can't you can't fault him for it. Um for the most part, he was really good off the field for us. Yeah, for like, it's just you know new new setting, new new you know area, new coaching staff. We'll just we'll just see how he's able to handle. Yeah, hopefully it. he does well. Yeah, hopefully hope he, he does, does well. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I hold nothing against him for going to the Cowboys. We it sounded like we didn't we offered a competitive offer, but definitely not. I would think it's probably four and a half five million dollars, and he's like yeah, and he's like no dude, I, I'm going to the best offer, you guys. Sorry. Yep. Um, and yeah, we were, you were just mentioning like their D line and everything. It, it was supposed to be very intimidating, but Gerald McCoy got cut today after, well, after he yeah. they had like tore a, his Achilles, I tore think his ACL. Definitely blew out his leg. Yeah, but then. And then they cut him because they had some like waiver in there that like some pre existing injury. Yeah. Had to, like, and so they saved $3 million, but. He I mean, said that he's still going to help help coach the Cowboy D line. It's like, what are you talking about? You're not even on the team. Yeah. Are they going to sign you as a coach? Like. You know, text them. You like these guys? These buddies of yours? Maybe. But what they do? They signed John Terry Poe, Alden Gerald Smith. McCoy, Alden Smith, Who, Everson Griffin. I don't know if it's just smoke coming out of camp. Obviously, like it's not full con- contact, but sounded like Alden Smith kind of had started out with a really good camp. Like right actually looks like he's yeah. Like, well, because it's kind of actually a really like a lot of name. Like Demarcus Lawrence, beast, very good player. Griffin, good player, but towards the end of his career. Nope. Gerald McCoy, good player, towards the end of his career. Well, and now out for the year. Dontre Poe, never as good as people thought he was gonna be. Solid nose tackle. Solid player, but like not like I think the name is still more than the it's like Production. I don't know. Imagine like this team you drafted them. What are they all? Like first round picks? Well, Griffin's not. But what is Lawrence? Second round? I don't even know. Yeah. I feel like it was might have even been a little I, later. That whole roster's pretty damn good though. I guess besides what, their secondary? Yeah, besides their secondary, the Cowboys do have a really good team, but three good receivers. Uh Really good running back, great linebackers, D line. That's quarterback. I mean, I feel like it's just all about like your taste, whether you think Dak's I think Dak's good, or good enough I, to I, win. Yeah, um, I don't know. He's like I, Kirk. Yeah, I, I was gonna say Kirk. I'd put I I'd put him in like the Kirk reign. I feel like there's Kirk days I'd range. rather have Dak, and there's days I'd rather have Kirk. They're like definitely, and you could win a Super Bowl with Dak. I yep. mean, you can win a Super sure. Bowl with Kirk. Uh, if they wouldn't have hired Mike McCarthy. Like, I've always hated the Cowboys. I feel like most people do. But I kind of like their team, oddly. Like, I liked the, the Amari Cooper trade, and it worked out. Like, CeeDee Lamb is a sweet pick. Gallup's pretty Gallup's cool. Gallup's cool. Like, Griffin getting signed. Like, yep. Diggs. Uh, Trayvon Diggs. But then they have Mike McCarthy. And yeah. I'm not rooting for a team with Mike McCarthy. No, I I don't like Mike McCarthy. I think... I, I, better than Garrett. But, yeah, I was going to say it's probably a good hire. But then again, you're like, all right, you're going from Jason Garrett to Mike McCarthy, like... I, I don't know. I feel like had they gotten Eric Bieniemy, the offensive coordinator for the uh, Kansas City Chiefs, probably like a whole different story where it's like, all right, this, this could be like a really like, fun stuff, yeah. crew. Maybe even Stefanski. Bring him over there. Uh, so anyways, enough about the Cowboys. Although they feel like one of the top teams in the NFC now. Yeah. Not because of Griffin, but just like I feel like a lot of the moves they made. Yeah. I, I'd say probably the best team in the East. Up there with New Orleans, I guess. Yeah, tough pro- before you put Tampa Bay too. That team is like is Brady. And I was, was going to say like probably like the second or third best yeah. roster. Yeah. In the NFC, Tampa, New Orleans, um, Dallas. Yeah, S- Seattle. San oh, San San Fran. San Fran. Um, um, okay, so where were we? Maybe Griffin? fourth or fifth best, but yeah, yeah, you know we're 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 so we're moving our way through. Sans Griffin. Yeah, Griffin gone. It's a Fetty time. 
Oh, Fetty and who, I guess we'll run through those things. Yeah, we'll hit the, uh, should we Should we start going through the positions for camp? I mean, I think. Yeah, because I think I, I was about to kind of roll into Dalvin, but that kind of be next up. Yeah, I think, any any other news though that no, we're No, before we just, hit camp, that was pretty much it. It was Griffin and uh, Rick Spielman. Yeah. I really thought Griffin was coming back. I thought I, I was like he's, but seemed he's, like the closer we got to the season, yeah, exactly. It more realistic. Yeah. It's like that he'd at this back. point, teams aren't really doing much. Like he'll probably just end up coming back. And we had cap space because we didn't make that Trent Williams deal. Yep. So it's like, what are we doing with this money? What are we doing with this money? Ten million a cap. We're just rolling it. Clowny is out there, people. One for nine. I mean, come on. One one year, nine million. You go, you throw him back out there. Next I week. hope not. Because then I'd have to chain myself to the giant ship out in front of U.S. Bank Stadium. <laughs> Uh, all right, so let's jump to now. Camp's been going on for what, like a week, a week and a half, a week, a week and I, a half. I think like a week and a half, two weeks ago, they, you know, like rookies came, quarterbacks, in, yeah. all this. But thing. like camp, camp started like a week ago. First, first pad of practice pra- was like Monday or no Friday, Friday. and then they did a one that televised one. Did you watch it at all? I did. Worthless, not. worthless. Was it really? Well, it's like just put a camera on practice. I just want to see practice. I don't want to listen to as much as I, you know, I'd enjoy Paul Allen as much as the next guy. I enjoy Ben Lieber, but I didn't, I don't want to listen to them as they, so they would just like zoom in on a player and then they would chit chat and then, and then you'd get like this like drone shot, like super up high where you can't even tell who's who. It's like, just film practice. Well, if anyone goes to training camp, they just want to watch the players and yeah, be like, oh, I know stuff now because I watched Anthony Hollins or whatever. Set a, set a, set a uh, camera in the sands like four rows up. Yeah. Give you that training camp view that you're getting. Yeah. And let's just go. I wouldn't even mind if Paul Allen's just play by playing. You know, Sean Mannion drops back. He's not going to get sacked because he's wearing a red jersey. He throws it to Irv Smith, you know, oh. turns up field. And then if there's nothing going on... Then go ahead and be like, well, what do you think of uh, this receiver, Ben Lieber? Yeah. But it was like they weren't, they would like just be showing Peeper, Sitch, and Paul Allen's faces. And there'd be like stuff in the background. It's like, the hell do I want to watch this for? If I want to listen to Paul and I'll download his nine to new podcast or all. Yeah. You know, watch I'm sure a lot, of, a lot of the stuff that he was talking about was probably regurgitating. Just, yeah, just regurgitating takes of different things. So, which was fine, whatever. I put it on YouTube and watched it as I fill in all spreadsheets or something. But, right. On. Uh, so yeah, training camp started. So well, should we jump? Let's go position by position. Yeah, let's go. Talk about the storylines, the battles, the who's doing good, who's not, who's hurt, who's not. I don't. We're not a lot of injuries, which is not. Good. No, we don't tackle in practice no more. We'll but quarterbacks, quarterbacks, anything on quarterbacks. Um, not, re- not that I've seen. Not that I've yeah, seen like, much. No, no big buzz or anything. I I read a, a reef went through like every player for like. Like if basically a sentence on each, and it was like Kirk looks better than all the other quarterbacks, which is expected. Yeah. And then I, from what I can read, Sean Mannion does actually look. Better than the other two. Like okay, those two kind of do look like they're a little bit like like eh. a step behind. Yeah, like that, you were that, an undrafted in a seventh round pick for a reason, you know. But Sean Mannion, fourth round pick, fifth round pick, higher than you think. I'm pretty sure. I think it's like a third. Yeah, I think that's right too. Yeah. I saw our buddy Trevor Simeon was just picked up by the Titans. The Titans, yeah. They cut Cole McDonald, at Hawaii quarterback, oh, the seventh rounder that like was always kind of the. Uh, I feel like a lot of people would take him in their mocks, like sixth, seventh round, like ooh, Cole McDonald, yeah. Why are you cutting draft picks a week into camp? Feel like he's 16 a practice squad spots. Unless the dude literally is trash. I feel like he probably, I mean, he's got to have like a bad attitude or something. Like, yeah. there's no way. I mean, yeah, rookie, rookie camp quarterback, like, you don't just want like a camp arm. Yeah, literally. It's got to be arm. worse. It's, yeah, it's got, there's got to be something worse. Like, you go pick up Trevor Simeon, so you cut this kid. It just seems weird. Yep. But, anyways. I agree. Uh, uh, so, quarterback's pretty quiet. So yeah, I, and I haven't heard much about like, Browning or seeing like no. you said like Manian looks better than both but like no there's I, no Kyle Sloters floating around you know although he was never good in practice apparently 
No, you never got like Kyle Slaughter buzz coming no. out of your, uh, the practice. It was always after games. Everyone's like, oh, Slaughter. Well, he was good in games. I saw he was getting a tryout with the Bears, and someone posted his stat line of preseason, and it's so good. Like, it's ridiculously good. Well, yeah, I, I feel like he was always like, you know, like 14 of 19 for two touchdowns and jazz mm-hmm. like that. Like, I feel like he's got like a 75 completion percentage. His quarterback rating is like 155. It's yeah, it's something this guy silly. I just can't latch onto a roster. Uh, so, running backs. Uh, we'll just. Jump into Dalvin, touch on Dalvin. It was today that happened. Yeah. Sounds like contract talks stalled. Yeah, sounds like he's now kind of like doing the, I'm not going to keep negotiating, I'm concentrating on week one. But before that, it's very much like he showed up on time. He said, I'm going to play. He said all the right things. Doesn't really have any leverage. I think we've talked about that. Like, we don't need to talk about his holdout in May because there ain't going to be a holdout because they have no leverage in the new CBA. So he's going to play. It just maybe we aren't going to have the extension like we thought we would, but I think the tag next year with the 175 cap is like 8.5 million. I'm I'm okay with us playing hardball because he's a running back. Yeah. And he's been injury prone. Like I, I have a feeling he could be wanting a lot, like McCaffrey money. And it's like I'm not going to give you McCaffrey money. So like I really like you and I want you back, but I need a reasonable deal here. Yeah, I always I always find it funny when players are like, "Oh, I'm not going to negotiate throughout the year when Literally, you just have to answer a quick phone call from your agent because you're not in like the room negotiating. Yeah, they're not doing it. And then if you ask them about their contract, I don't know if you watched Hard Knocks at all, but Jalen Ramsey uh, doesn't have a contract, and they were asking him about it, and he got like all pissed off and like walked out of the media room, and then had to walk back in, and it's not on Zoom, so he's just like in like almost like a little closet, and he's like, you know, if I give you guys an answer, don't just keep asking me the same question because they're like, you know, how do you feel about practicing with no contract? And he's like. I let my agent handle that. I let my agent handle that. You know, it's, I'm not distracted. I let my agent handle that. But now it's like I'm not going to negotiate. It's like, well, your agent doesn't. So shut the fuck up. Yeah. But I do get you want to like put a deadline on things. Like you, you can't let the team be like, oh, we can just negotiate forever. So it's sort of like I'm sure the agent's like, hey, if we don't have a contract by week one, we're done. Yeah. And maybe to, and maybe that's me. not true, but we're gonna pretend it's true. Yeah. And also like if you're already to, like week six, week seven, why not be like, shit, I only got to go like ten more weeks, and now I can be on the free agent market problem with that the franchise tag exists it's pretty cheap for running back yeah i feel like he doesn't he just has zero leverage zero leverage if he has been healthy the last three years yeah he's got some leverage and i i really wish you know he was a first round pick so he could you know fifth year option that fifth year option which would have been real nice but um again not smart to take running back in the first round so we'll just yeah but early second we're good you know Delvin was good enough to be taken in the first. Absolutely, I think a lot of scouts even were like, yeah, that's first-round talent. Mm -hmm. Well, there was like some talk about like character stuff, and that hasn't came up at all. Yeah, yeah, They made him a captain, I believe. I think Zimmer said he's going to be a captain. I don't know about anyone else, but like, I feel like both sides are doing everything they can to get a deal, but Cook probably wants to get paid, like an elite running back, which he is when healthy. And I think Rick Spielman and stuff are just kind of like, hey, you're kind of banged up a lot, and you're... We can't give you some monster, ridiculous Zeke deal because we're too smart for that. And, so and I don't that, know what to there's tell you. That, there's that, and like for the most part, as it lies right now, we can't really do that. Like, what Zeke got eighty million yeah. over five years uh-huh. or something silly like that. Yeah, it's like we don't really know how we McCaffrey can... got. What do you get? Uh, I don't even know what McCaffrey. Ninety was. over five or something stupid yeah. like that. It's it, just tough to like, and then you can like you go, hey, look how the 
Todd Gurley contract went. Look how the Devonta Freeman contract went. Like, there's a reason. Like, there's a lot of stuff you could show Cook and his agent. And be like, this is why we can't pay you what you think you should get paid. But then I totally get Cook's side, too, to be like, well, I'm really good, so pay me. Like, and, and, like, there's also the point of, yeah, well, I'm not them. Yeah, yeah. You can't just use this other thing as, you know. So it... I think it's good we're playing hardball. In the end, I hope we extend them. Yep, it's it's nice. Like you said, we got the franchise tag. So for the most part, I think we're, I, I want to say, like guaranteed one more year of cookout mm-hmm. after this. So two more years. And again, you got all of next offseason, yeah. again, to figure out a contract. And, you know, the deadline passes and he's like, yep, nope, we're done negotiating. And it's week one of 2021. And then it's like, all right, I guess we'll, we'll figure it out when we get to that point. But, tag him again. Oh, Again, it's probably right. not going to be that For, much I because it's running back. Like, twice. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's he's gonna he's sort of going to be betting on himself if he really goes into week one and says, "Okay, I'm done negotiating." Because if he gets banged up again, then it's like, "All right, hey guys, I'll take that deal you offered me." But if he gets 16 games, 17 games into the playoffs or whatever, and he's healthy and plays as good as we think he can, you know, like 1,800 yards or something, then he's gonna go. This is why I wanted to get paid. Zeke money, you know? Yeah. And then at that point, you don't have a lot to stand on as the Vikings. You're going to franchise tag him, and then he's probably going to go, okay, but now I want... X amount. Yeah. And if you're... Once that cap went down to 175 projected for next year, like, his salary on a franchise tag probably went down like $3 million. So now it's like, well, you know, in year one, we don't have to pay you that much. Yeah, like, you usually where you start. You, yeah. You usually start, like, what would it be if we tagged you for the next two years? That's, like, our starting point for negotiations. Well, it just went down. So I don't know, like, this whole COVID thing kind of screwed you and, like, all the other free agents and whatnot. Yeah, it definitely screwed over a lot of, like, people looking for contract extensions because, I mean, the team as a whole lost $20 million of negotiating room for the most part. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Tw- and at and least the unknown, million. too. Like, uh, who knows? Like, you don't know what the revenues are going to be. Or you don't know if they're going to make gone it next year. Or, or are they going to make it through the whole year? Yeah, it was also kind of shut down halfway. Um, so that's the Cook story. Um, I think we both hope we still get an extension done. Yep. That it's not ridiculously high, though. Nice, solid contract. A nice Rob Brzezinski special. You know? Yep. Basically, what we do to everyone. Have we given a deal out that it's ever been like, wow, that was way too much? Maybe Anthony Barr, who actually hit the market, and he still took less money to come here. Yeah, I would say Barr, especially, not especially, but just, yeah, based just on performance. Yeah, like, just because linebacker and whatnot. But it's kind of funny because he took less to come here. But, like, Harrison Smith, Xavier Rhodes, uh, Daniil Hunter, Stefan Diggs, Alan Phil, like, all of them at the time, they were never, like... They're all like, whoa, we got him for that? Yeah. In a positive Uh way. And no, eventually, you know, Rhodes wasn't worth it, but we caught him and got most of that money back. Like, the way it was structured was good. But, like, we've kind of never been on the front end of the... I guess Kirk would have been one. He's the only one. Kirk Cousins. Yeah, no. it was like, oh, you you've reset the market for it, you know, and then he quickly was like the fifth highest. Uh, any other running back takes? I know Mike Boone bulked up. I don't know if he saw some photos. No, I did not. Looks see nice. Any photos. Looks like he sounds like he's running well. We cut that Tony Brooks James and then brought him back. Yep, I saw that. I so saw that like three fun. days later. Yeah, no, no, interesting stuff there. Like our running back trio though. They had a nice photo of them. They all look real big. They look solid. It's a good group. I really do like that group of running backs. Uh, Book or. Cook, Boone, and Madison. Yeah. And they've all got good hair. Yeah, great hair. <laughs> they look good. Uh, fullback, CJ Ham, Quality ball player. Great hair, shaved. 
Let's go uh, to the receiver position. This is usually a fun one. Yeah, this is this is pretty fun. Did we do we want to start at the top or do we? We'll start with Thielen. Let's start. And we'll just throw throw yeah. names out there as we go. Mm-hmm. Um, so Thielen, not much on him. I don't think. No, I mean looks he, the part. Yeah, He's Adam Thielen. Same thing. Uh, I saw it was today or yesterday. It was today he uh, ate up uh, Nate Meters, stole his lunch money. Nate Meters, man. Why yeah. is Nate Meters on the team? I don't know, but I more or less want. I more or less want to know why Nate Meters is covering Adam Thielen. <laughs> it's a confidence booster for Thielen. Uh, Put him out there against Meters. Let him eat him alive. Uh, let's go to BC. I feel like he's had a good camp, and I feel like they really like him. Yeah, like he's running with the one still. I feel like that eventually. That's Justin Jefferson's job at some point. But like, I, I they, I just, I think Kubiak loves BC. Gets open, catches the ball. You know, he's yeah. nothing special, but no, but that's making the team. Those are, I mean, Kubiak employed Kevin Walter as his number two receiver for years. Yeah, in Houston. Walter again across from Andre Johnson. It was like reliable. You know, yeah, that would be the word. Hands route running. Yep. It's all I want, and he's got size. Yeah, you're not you're not super fast, you're not super quick, you're not super athletic, but he likes you know those how to techn- run a route. He likes yeah. those technicians. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, I, I think I, every time I read about BC, it's like, well, Kubiak eyed him in that seventh round. It's like, oh, okay, so he's got like a little pet he likes to keep. But he's definitely running ahead of Sharp. He's running ahead of BBs, and he is running ahead of Jefferson Burnell. Obviously, there's a you know they usually make the rookies earn it, but for someone that was seventh last year, like he's at worst probably our third or fourth and that's pretty good i feel like for him yeah i feel like oh you know slated at four but i feel he's probably the third best i would slate him at three who would you put ahead of i as of now i would just put sharp i don't think sharps i mean sharps probably i don't know how he's looked but like from what i can tell bc runs ahead of him pretty much always so like sharp you need to take that job yeah bc and i don't know if you're taking it so oh my god is that business well, doing a podcast, right? I, I know. I just didn't know if uh, you know Grapes and Gorak Enterprises were getting were getting a business phone call or not. Um. This is uh, <laughs> Weed Man Lawn Control on the phone here. Yeah. <laughs> um. It's that time of year, boys. Uh, let's Justin Jefferson. I feel like as far as showing up to camp and not like I don't know if he's he's not blowing the roof off like Randy Moss, but it's definitely like okay, this guy's. This guy's legit. Yeah, it sounds like we're working him inside, outside. Uh, I saw he did an interview the other day. They were asking about like where his preference to play. It was like, do you prefer playing in the slot? Or how's the transition to outside going to be for you? And he was explaining how, aside from last year when Joe Brady kind of took over as passing game coordinator at LSU, he was playing a bunch of outside. Then... Joe Brady came in, saw kind of like what he could do in the slot with Jamar Chase on the outside. Mm-hmm. So that's why he mainly played in the slot last year. And Jefferson was saying like, you know, I'll play inside, outside, wherever you, wherever they need to put me, which is just like feeling. Yeah. And I think that kind of gives you better matchups when you can. You can, and like you can, when you versatility, you can like move him around, put him wherever they can, you know, motion. Guys hurt, you can put him in his spot. Like, yeah, you can motion him back and yep. forth. Oh. I like his length. Like I, when I've watched him, like he looks like a long wingspan, a good catch radius. Like Treadwell was always sort of like more stocky, like strong, but like that's what I was worried that he's gonna be like the next Treadwell. But hopefully he's like the next. Who's a first round receiver that we ever like? 
We don't draft first round receivers. Yeah, like, I, but like compared to Randy Moss, I just hope he's good. D- Diggs, like I know he was drafted in the fifth, but like he's even like looks like like he's like longer than Diggs. He's longer than Thielen. Like he's just got like and he's definitely smooth. And then people were talking about that his release might not be that great, like off the jam because of all the slot he played. But uh, from everyone that's tweeting, they're all saying he looks good off the line. He looks like he knows how to get off the jam. So yeah, I feel like uh, beating beating the press is. Again, all about technique. If you're not strong, yeah. if you can't manhandle the corner, you know, slap him upside the shoulders and just to throw him off a little bit. I mean, a little shimmy of the shoulders, whatever, a little footwork. Really, how does route running like that not translate to the NFL? You know what I mean? Like, it does. That's the thing. Like, I, 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 I would, I think I know where you're going with it, but I don't think there's any way where if you're like an elite route runner in college that you're not going to be able to do the same thing in the NFL, at least at an average level. It's like if you can get open with good route running and you have good hands, like obviously if you can get open but you drop the ball too much, you're not long for the league. Or if you – it's like it's like why did we draft Treadwell in the first round? He was he, Did he get open a lot? It seems like on our team he was slow. Slow. Like I – what is like – Well, remember he had that terrible knee injury that the year before. Yeah. The year of the draft. So all the tape you got on him was more explosive than the treadmill than you actually got. got. Yeah. It's even like, you know, they took Jalen Rager because of like, okay, he's got that deep speed and stuff. But like, chess seems like a big risk when you had this other guy who's like a polished prospect who can run routes, can catch the ball, contested catches. Like, are you swinging for the home run instead of taking the double? But I feel like Jefferson could be easily a home run like i don't know it just i feel like, like they were the more look- we look at it the more i feel like he like is really good and he fell to us but maybe that's just because now he's wearing purple and gold and i just am a homer i don't know could be but jalen rager for the eagles perspective you know they like a vertical offense they were lacking speed at the wide receiver last year that's why they brought yeah. djax in and you know djax hurt most of the year last year so they had to cover their ass get another speedster i i think he just fit their I just hate style that. it's like they, don't draft like just draft the best player don't look for like the specific player but then there was definitely parts of me that were like we need a compliment to Thielen that's why I, towards the end of that I was like oh Rager like, Rager's, Rager's a better compliment but if he's not as good then I don't want him you know so it's I don't know we'll see what happens and yeah I was and I was honestly you know I don't want I don't want two Thielens but then he stepped back and it's like why wouldn't I? Yeah, what's wrong with two Thielens? <laughs> I don't know. So, do you think if they take Jefferson, the Eagles, who do you think we take? I think we take Ayuk. I think so, too, because of his... Cause, you know... I just find it interesting that Kyle Shanahan took him, and this is the offense we run, and like... It, Kubiak, you need a little Shanahan, more route Shanahan. running. Like I don't know if Rager's a little more raw route runner. He's just a, kind of a deep ball guy right now, but like... Ayuk and Jefferson have the similarities of what they can do after the catch. It's yeah. not burning a guy downfield to get open. It's getting open quick and beating like your guy after the catch. Yeah. Down. Like Ayuk's a little more like, yeah, he doesn't have the length and stuff, but like explosive player, like, you know, give him a slant and he can make a move. Yeah, I just wonder. And because it definitely seemed like on that video where they were like, they were showing some of the behind the scenes, they were going receiver with that first pick. It seemed pretty clear. And maybe it's just the way it was edited, but. I don't know. I just for some reason I don't think they were looking for Rager. Yeah, I don't. I don't think as much as I want to say it was Rager. I don't. Yeah. Think it was. And who else? Rager. There was T Higgins. That would be the only other one. Maybe Michael K- Pittman. KJ Hamler also in that uh, mid second round, early mid. I would have been. Round. I would have been bummed if it, like 
which is weird because it's only like 10 picks later, but like if I would have got T. Higgins or Michael Pittman, because they just feel more like late first second rounders compared yeah. to Justin Jefferson, who was like, oh yeah, that's a good middle of the first pick. And Michael Pittman kind of grew on me towards the end of the draft process, but I am, I don't know, just a little scared of the the bigger, bulkier receivers who are like, you know, contested catch. Yeah. That aren't like get open guys. Like yeah, I don't want. Don't give me that. Give me the route runners. Anyways, more receivers. So Jefferson's looking good. I think he's looking like a legit player. We're gonna need that. Alexander Hollins looks pretty good. He's definitely the one of that like bunch of guys beyond those top four or five that gets all is getting all the buzz. Like I know Zimmer mentioned him by name in a press conference without even being prompted to. It was definitely like yeah, some guys would come back more mature, looking better. You know, Alexander Hollins. It's like, you don't do that if you don't feel like he deserves that. And especially Zimmer. Zimmer yeah, doesn't yeah. just name out, drop. Yeah, exactly. So for him to do that, I think that's a good sign. I've seen definitely a few clips on Vikings Twitter that's like him running routes. Uh, Burn Cam Dantzler yeah, the other Burn day. Burn Cam Dantzler. On a nice like stutter go. It does like a little move. spin almost out of it. Like he stops and then kind of flips and goes the other way. And you don't, you're not seeing that from guys like Dylan Mitchell, who I've heard has had a bunch of drops. Um which I Who think was a, Davion Davis. I think he was, was he cut? Davion was cut. Courtney Davis. He's been kind of. Courtney Davis. I haven't heard much about him at all. He's been kind of like banged up a Has little he? bit. He, I think he missed practice today. And then there was that Dan Chisen or whatever, which was the special teamer guy. Apparently he's like the fastest guy on the team. Oh. Which I didn't know, but didn't catch any balls at Penn State or wherever he, I think he came from Penn State. So they mentioned him on that training camp thing. So definitely right. Alexander Holland seems to be that, that person that's sort of the undrafted last-year guy that's, like, going to squeeze his way on there. And if I remember correctly, I think think we neither of us had him on our 53-man, but he was, like, that sixth guy. The last cut. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The The, upside guy. The guy you want to put on. Yeah, we were talking, like, Chad Beebe. Chad Beebe, who I think he's making the team, man. Like, Kubiak talks him up. Zimmer talks him up. I know. You read Twitter. The guy just gets open underneath. And they've said... His biggest thing was like he dropped a lot of balls, and it's not happening this year in camp as much. So, it is weird. It's like, okay, do we really want like a pure slot guy? But like, I guess when you go three wide, if you do put Jefferson out there and you put Thielen out there, like a little shifty slot guy, like they get open, they're easy third down, you know, third down conversion guys. So, we'll see. And then I think the other receiver to talk about is KJ Osborne. Yep. Who I think he's been doing punts, kicks. Um, it kind of seems like it's strictly special teams and like fourth string offense. Yeah, yeah, definitely getting throws from Stanley and Brownie. He he has like a very thick, stocky build. Like he looks like almost like Cordero Patterson. Looks like a running back almost. Yeah. Like you look at him and Jefferson next to each other, and it's like these guys. It, they don't play the same position. Yeah, yeah. It's like hmm, interesting. So I think what is that then? So I would say the guys that have a chance to make the team right now are. Thielen, well, he's got a pretty good chance. Thielen, Jefferson, Wait, BC. Thielen, the undrafted guy from Mankato? I don't Detroit think Lakes. he makes the team. Thielen, Jefferson, BB, BC. Hollins. I think, God, I don't know. I, I miss, oh, and Sharp. We didn't Sharp, talk about Sharp. Yeah. Well, I haven't really heard much about. Looks good in Vikings jersey, though, number 11, Sharp. So that's six receivers. And Kubiak had said, like, I consider, like, I got four starters. And then but maybe you keep a fifth for, like, I mean, you got maybe it's Osborne for punt returns or it's Hollins because you think he has upside. I mean, your top four, Jefferson, Thielen, BC, and Sharp. I could see Sharp, like, not making the team weirdly. I was, I was going to you know, say that, too. Just, like, one of those veterans that you 
sign you think's good, and then it's like this guy's not that good. And Who like, is or the receiver? You think he's good, but it's like you know, uh, not Jarius Wright, Kendall Wright, Kendall Wright. We signed him one year, and it was like, oh, Kendall Wright, that dude had like seven hundred yards one year. I think he was really. And it was two years ago. Yeah. it was the year after we got rid of Jarius, and then he didn't even make the team. So it could be like, I mean, I think your locks are Jefferson Thielen and BC, obviously, and yep. then. And I think I, I can definitely see us rolling with Holland's BB Osborne, calling it six. Six is a lot. I wonder if they'll keep six. So what? You have seven guys basically. If you take out Courtney Davis and Dylan Mitchell and Davion and all those guys, you think there's probably seven guys competing for four, five, or six roster spots. Yeah. So if they go four, you're. It's not going to be four. You think at least five? I think it's five. I think Osborne might not make the team, like just because it's like, all right, we'll have BB or Mike Hughes or uh, yeah, but I mean, and like year, but. I think it's a it would be a good year. I mean, sixteen practice squad spots. I mean, that's yeah. Yeah, I know we drafted Osborne. What the fifth, sixth? I think he was fifth. fifth. So fifth I know. Sixth, so fifth, I know sixth. it sucks cutting a fifth round pick. But, it but getting those, yep, getting those extra six practice squad spots. I mean. You're probably going to be able to sneak them through. Like, every other team's going to be sneaking through guys. Because they have to put them on their 53. Like uh, So, if you're going to end up keeping... I mean, it's kind of like, do you see enough in Alexander Hollins as a receiver to not want to risk him versus KJ Osborne? It's like, if he's just a special teamer, maybe you're like, all right, you can be a punt returner down the road or if someone gets hurt yeah. or something. Uh, or unless, like, Osborne is also, like, a good gunner or something like that, too. Yeah, and just, yeah. like, is a Pure. special teams ace. Mm-hmm. Uh, jump to tight ends. Anything on tight ends? I know I've heard they've been using uh, Irv Smith as a little H-back more often in these practices. That's my favorite. I think that'll be, I mean, that's a great role for him, and he's looked good. Rudolph I've heard really nothing about, but that's it's Kyle Rudolph. They're probably not even making him do anything. Uh, he had, what, two touchdowns the other day in red zone drills, Of course he did. It's like throwing out a mattress, Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> A my pillow mattress. <laughs> that takes Promo us code to our great. first first uh, break. <laughs> um, Every time we bring up Rudolph, we just mention that it's like throwing a mattress and we go right into a right into lap. a my pillow. Him <laughs> and his soft hands reminds me of a nice soft pillow. <laughs> It's just an hour of my pillow ads. Yeah. Promo code grapes. <laughs> um, but you no know, tight ends. Yeah, I saw that he was. Run, uh, Irv was running more H back. Again, I haven't heard much about Rudolph, and I haven't heard uh, Brandon Dillon much at no, all either. Yeah. I feel like he isn't. He isn't blowing up camp as much as he was last year. Yeah, there's uh, that Nakia Griffin Stewart or whatever. Uh, I think he got banged up. And then Conklin. And Conklin's Conklin. been solid. I, I think we're going to yeah. roll with the same three tight ends. Same three. Yeah. I don't even think the other two, unless there's something changing. Yeah, unless, yeah, unless Brandon Dillon. I mean, I don't really remember hearing much from Brandon Dillon last training camp. I know like he made like some Towards the end, I feel plays. like he kind of picked it up, and then all of a sudden he made the 53, and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then he got cut, and then he came back, and he bounced back and forth. But yeah, not a lot of excitingness with the tight end, so let's just jump to offensive line. Yeah, and we'll start. We'll, we'll, so... Let's talk the about the starting surprising, five. Yeah, the yeah. surprising news is kind of like how we're aligning the starting thing, five right now. they made it very clear right away. Riley Reef is the left tackle, and he is not moving to guard. I have been a big advocate. I mean, if Ezra was ready, move that fucker to guard. They're not doing it. Like It sounds like that's definitely not happening. Then you have at left guard, no Pat Elfline. 
No, no. Where Where's he? he? God, we finally get rid of that bum? Yeah, because, you know, who who do we have going at left guard right now? It's uh, Dakota Dozier. Dakota Dozier's getting... Aviant uh, yeah, and Collins. A.C. Collins, Zimmer keeps calling him. I don't know. I don't Did know. he legally change his name? Because I'm know. sticking with Aviant. Aviante. Aviant. Whatever it is. Collins. A.C. Collins. Yeah. Uh, it does kind of roll off the tongue. It's a lot easier. A.C. Collins. <laughs> That's probably why he does it. A.C. Collins and uh, Dakota Dozier are flipping off at left guard. Bradbury at center. And then there's our buddy Pat Alfline. Is that right guard. guard? So they flipped him over. Uh, I mean, he played center. Then he played left guard. And now he's going to right guard. He's probably not going to be very good there either. But it is what he played his two years before he played center in Ohio State. So it if is, anything can help, I guess. Yeah, they, they was it Kubiak, I think, was talking about how he feels like right guard uh, is potentially more natural and more comfortable for him. Yeah, I mean, I hopefully. I mean, anything. Sure, I'll, yeah, I'll try anything. If you're if you're not gonna not gonna replace him, yeah, let's try and find an upgrade. You yeah, know, the one thing spot. that kind of is like he's pretty much locked into the right guard spot. Like he's not rotating. Like well, we're going into this, it was kind of like, well, maybe Reef shifts inside, Ezra plays left tackle, and then it's like Samia versus Elfline and Dozier. Nope, that battles at left guard, and it's just Elfline at right guard. So, I don't know. Brian O'Neill, right tackle. That offensive line's kind of scary in a bad way. Like, Riley yeah. Reef, Riley Reef. Left guard, kind of a hole. Center, Bradbury, hopefully he gets better. Right guard, kind of a hole. Right tackle, really good. And, you know, I guess Dozier did pretty much hold his own in passing situations yeah. where Elfline got eaten up. I don't. Dozier, like, I feel like not a turnstile or anything by any means, but... We don't have any road graders. We don't have anyone that's really sticking out. Dakota, Ryan O'Neill's a great pass blocker, but like Dozier is a solid vet. Yeah, you know, like but you're, you know, I he's one of those guys where you know you get what you paid for and you know what you're getting. And, and it ain't that it's, good. Yeah, it's nothing special. But I mean, our line was mediocre last year, and now we're starting to back up from that line. Like, it's the same exact four starters, and then one of the backup guards is going to be starting. Yeah. It's a little scary. So if we move to the backups. Ezra Cleveland. Is playing guard right now. Is playing guard. I think they're probably going to bounce him back and forth, but, like, to start the camp, he's playing left guard. I think they want to get him some experience at guard where it's like, all right, you know, you are – Clearly, they think highly of them. <laughs> maybe they're like, maybe you're better than all these other guys because they're not good. Yeah, like, we'll just play you at guard. Drew Samia, not good. Should we be concerned? Is it time to start to be concerned about Drew Samia? Really thought it was going to be him, like that, what, early fourth-round pick last year. He's not even, he's behind Collins. He's behind Dakota Dozier. Uh, he's not pushing Elfline for a job. I'm I concerned. Don't, I, I'm not very concerned because the battle is on the opposite side of what she plays. I don't think Samia plays left guard whatsoever. I don't. I, I think don't, you're right. I don't think that's a thing. I think though, if he was actually showing something, they might give him some snaps and push Alfline a little, like, or they wouldn't have moved Alfline. Like, he has to be worse than both those guys, or they would at least do something. You're not gonna be like, well, sorry, you play right guard, but you're better than Dakota Dozier, but you're a right guard. Like, I don't think I think no, because like Zimmer and Kubiak were saying, like we're gonna get our five best guys, yeah. and it doesn't matter like where they play, but we we're just gonna get the five best guys out there. So yeah, I don't know. That's a little. Could that also? Uh, no, no, I lied. 
I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna go down that road. Boy, am I glad I thought out that sentence before I spoke it into existence. Uh, I'm sure that was a doozy. Uh, so rest of the line. I mean, you got like guys like Rashad Hill, solid. Ole Udo. I know Zimmer brought him up as having a good week 17 last year. Hopefully he develops. But I don't know. Uh, it's kind of just similar to our line last year, which is bad. I mean, it's fine like, if we whatever. just want to run the ball 25 times a game. Yeah, you want to run that zone You want to run wide game, zone, yeah. You know? So hopefully Bradbury gets Wide zone play help. action, you don't need a great O-line. It's like, on the most like positive, it's like maybe Elfline moving to right guard will help him. Bradbury takes a step in the right direction. Maybe, you know, Dozier or whoever that guy, I mean, that spot's just, you know, it's just a solid area and you got a decent line. But on the downside, it's like maybe Elfline's bad again. Maybe Bradbury gets pushed around still, and our left guard's terrible. And our left tackle is on a decline again. Yeah, he's continuing to decline. Like He's still pretty <laughs> solid. He's not like a stalwart, but he, for the most part, doesn't let our quarterback get blindsided as long as he's not dropping back 55 times a game. You know, I'm just, I, I'm just going to you know, be real here. I feel like this offense is only as good as our offensive line is. And our <laughs> offensive line is like a C-, minus. Yeah. so... If but we, it was like a C- minus last year as well, and we were, what, number eight in yards per game? Yeah, and the offense was still good. So there's ways to work around that, and it's not doing what John DeFilippo did. So Remember, we got the right coaches Gary for a Kubiak mediocre line. turned Ben Hamilton, a fifth-round <laughs> Minnesota Golden Gopher, into a solid guard for three years. <laughs> so, yeah, offensive line, definitely the weak spot of that offense. Should we jump to the defensive line? Yeah, let's take a break real quick. Oh, good call. Hit the play button, Ryan. Welcome back. I know that was a long break for you, Rennie. Uh, Hopefully, Rennie stuck around through that giant gap of time. Yeah, man, that was that was, that was a rough break. But he probably sorry. doesn't remember me actually, or him actually saying that to me because he was so drunk. But it's gonna be funny though. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so that break was brought to you by My Pillow, the world's most comfortable pillow. Uh, use promo code Grapes for up to fifty percent off. Get yourself a mattress, a mattress topper, uh, pillow, uh, sheets. Dog bed. Uh, they've got dog bed. They've got new colored sheets. Uh, nice purple for your Vikings. Uh, oh, yeah, for Viking your Vikings purple. room. Yeah. So let, let's let's roll with that again. It's promo code Grapes up to fifty percent off. And with that, we'll jump into a little D line review of training camp. Yeah. And no Griffin. We know that. No Michael Griffin. Pierce no Michael Pierce. Out. Um, most of my news that I know of. It comes from the interior. Yeah. Do Do you have anything you want to touch on the ends? I know it sounds like it's Afidi and Daniel Hunter. Yep. Uh, here's some. Jalen Holmes moved from three tech to D end. He's running with the ones while Hunter is out. Yeah, Hunter's been bang. I get a little tweak, so he's been sitting out. So it's yeah, Jalen Holmes on one end and Afidi on the other. Yep. And that it kind of runs with where we were talking about you know swip it swapping hunter and griffin if they come if griffin came back where you know jalen holmes a little thicker body yep. probably good on that side against the run um for being thicker he is a really good athlete with some good pass rush he's moves. long too yeah i know it was after the season ended when patterson and zimmer sat down with jalen and asked him what he thought about moving back to dn because yeah dn in college yeah uh, we tried to move him into three tech sounds he must not have worked as well as we hoped no but it sounds like he is gonna still kind of rotate yeah, in with three techs some... probably when hunter gets back yeah he'll play a little bit but they're definitely trying out something it kind of it's sort of like okay is this sort of uh if he can't figure it out now and end it's kind of the end of the road or is it like 
Yeah, I think he. I think he might be able to survive one more year. Yeah, because he's still got one year under contract. But mm-hmm. if he wants to re up at all with us, yeah, he. So I think he has to shot. Sh- he's yeah. got to show us something. So at end, we'll see how he does there because it is kind of thin there. I mean, really, those three, and then it's onto the rookies. Wanum, well, you've like well, Zettel, Zettel, and Yarbrough. Yarbrough yeah, those so. guys are running with the twos. It yeah. sounded like. And then Willikies and Wanum are threes, mm-hmm. and it's. I haven't heard much of Willikies, but Wanum I think had a couple decent plays. I but saw Wanum so... took uh, Lin or Michael Pierce's number. He switched to ninety eight. Oh yeah, I guess it's sort of like. I feel like because I believe Michael Pierce did he wear ninety seven with the Ravens. I think, but so. I think he picked ninety eight because it's like well Griffin might come back. Now Griffin's not coming back. So now oh. 98, and then Pierce opted out. So it's like, oh, go ahead and take 98 because I'll take 97 next year. Is my guess is what will go happen. Yeah, because Wanham was doing 57. 57. Yeah, so just, you know, fun fact. Uh, but yeah, Wanham, Willikies. Sucks to be the people who ordered or custom like made custom like a jersey. 98 Michael yeah. Pierce. Like, but, you know, that's oh, also yeah. fun. It's yeah. also fun to have. Never like, actually oh, strapped it on. Yeah, oh, oh, bought it before he opted out of the 2020 COVID year. Like, that's... Like that's just fun to have, especially if like you gotta hang it up and then it's autographed and somebody goes, Wait, Michael Pierce never wore ninety seven. It's like, uh uh-uh, uh, little do you know. <laughs> he, he picked that number for a couple months. Uh so if you go inside, Shamar now is the nose. They've basically said he's gonna go to nose where he always should be. He's yep, and Zimmer not... even said he he's always basically been a nose. Yeah, he but... played three tech, but like I feel like last year we went into it like we're just gonna kinda roll with two big Defensive tackles, yep. like it's the a three pre- tack without pass rushing ability. Yep, the, basically, we'll create the we'll create the pressure up the middle, you know, via blitz packages yeah. and everything. Yeah, and we've like got that. the horses on the edges, so like we'll just make sure we can stop the run with these big D tackles. So now he's moving to nose full time, which is better suited for him. They admitted it. Like I think anyone that he's watches, it's like this guy's probably better. Two now, right? Jamar Stefan, isn't he? No way. Is I thought he, like he was. Oh or, no, no, no. I, I was I was thinking of. Uh, Tom Johnson was always like the old. He was always older than I thought, but I still think Stefan's like twenty nine thirty, right? Well, he played his whole contract with us and then one year with Seattle, and now two more years with is us. He so he's twenty nine. He's twenty nine. Okay. So okay. So they always praise him like he's just super good. Oh, he's Mister Fundamental. Oh yeah, I was just gonna say you know technique and yeah, everything. he's a technique in there, technician. Uh, and so the three tech with the ones has been Jaleel Johnson, and I've heard like. Coach is really talking him up. Like, did he finally turn a corner? Is he actually going to be a decent player? Well, I I, I feel like having an offseason to prepare where it's like, yo, you are playing three-tech. Not like, Both. you know, maybe play yeah. nose, maybe play three-tech. Because, you know, he came out of Iowa, what, like 292 or something mm-hmm. like that. So he was super light. He was a three-tech in college. And it was like, oh, but you're kind of like beefy. You're a yeah. beefy 290. So we'll add some weight on you, yep. flip you to the nose, be an athletic nose. And finally, I think we're like, wait, no, 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 no. We, we Well, and it's kind of like, okay, well, last year we went with Linval and Shamar. So now it's like, okay, like Jaleel probably has a little more athleticism than Shamar, but like still a pretty big three tech, you know? So it's like, all right, still have kind of like two big, big guys in the middle. And there. yeah, Jaleel's always been pretty, I mean, I want to say average, but that. He's been he's been pretty good against the run. Like that's always been his strength. It's never been getting yeah. to the quarterback. So again, you know, it's kind of like the same idea behind last year. Where it's like, yo, mm-hmm. get some guys up the middle, stop the run, 
And if they can't get to the quarterback, it's a plus. Yeah. It is kind of looking at it, though, on paper. Like, <clears throat> so you have Daniel Hunter. Great. But then you have Shamar Stefan, Jaleel Johnson, and a Fetty. It's a little scary. It's kind of like Alvin's line. It's like, huh, I don't – that's clearly worse than last year. Yep, because you don't have the pre- presence of Griffin who – how many sacks did he end up with last year? Eight? Yeah, I feel like somewhere Six around there. Eight. But then, like, if you want to look at it on, like, the positive side, it's like, well, he did sort of trail off, and a Fetty looked better than him down the, down the stretch run. And then it's like Linval was sort of – fallen down the wayside but it's hard to argue that like Linval and Shamar I don't know Shamar is Shamar so he's still there so it's like Linval to Jaleel can Jaleel like you know what eight years younger can he be as good as Linval like I don't know on paper it looks very kind of uh, but like I'm wondering if Jaleel can take the next step and like by next step I'm not saying like becoming like a Kevin Williams three right. tech like Tom Just, Johnson? Can he like... Tom Johnson's 2017 year. Yeah. Let, let's go that right. If we're going to throw Tom Johnson, I don't want people to scoff. Like, Tom Johnson, 2017. <laughs> <Tom> Johnson. <laughs> I mean, at this it's point, just, yeah. yeah. I, like, I could definitely see like another fan of a team looking at our D-line and going, wow. Or a step below Sheldon Richardson. Yeah. I mean, I definitely would take that. But like, why? Like, we have no track record that he can do that. So like, you could easily be like, you could open up Madden 21, pull it up, and your Fetty's rated like a 71 Jaleel's a 69 and Shamar's a 70. And be like, eh, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah. That's what they get because they've shown nothing. I mean, Fetty, as a Viking fan, we've seen a little something. I don't know if anyone else out there has really noticed. Jaleel has shown basically nothing, and Shamar is a mediocre nose tackle. Like, Speaking of Madden, I'm very excited to use the Vikings on Madden. <laughs> Just but that's day. neither here nor there. Uh, so that's the D-line, but uh, you go back a little further in the interior, and you've got... Armin Watts, who I think is probably the most exciting defensive tackle. Yeah, it, at least for me, like I'm Armin Watts. I'm most excited to see like what he does because it does sound like we're doing the Jaleel thing where we're Nose going and back, tech, yeah, yeah, seeing what he can handle. And I don't know he seems. I mean, he's a plus athlete for his size, mm-hmm. in my opinion. He he's got to be smart if Zimmer trusted. To trusted him enough to throw him into the fire as a rookie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he actually got a little playing time. And Zimmer was saying he's kind of just like a little more twitchy than most of the like guys he puts towards nose. So that's why he gets a little three tech. But like he got a little more pass rush than even like Jaleel's ever shown. So honestly, I hope he maybe wins the three tech job for that early downs. You know, like when you got we want two big guys. Well, he's a big guy. He's kind of like a dual nose, but with a little more willing to rush the passer. You know, so. I like him, and then there's, I mean, there's our boy Hercules. I mean, my boy. They're still talking him up. Put on more they weight. Are. He's still moving around. He's still. Which, which I, good. I'm glad because you know last year and the year before I was all over the hype train, but after seeing him make the team and then just get weeded out, it's like all right, I'm done with them. But they are still talking yeah, about him. They're a like, lot. oh, Wait, he's still in there, disruptive and whatnot. But it's like. It was weird because last year, you know, it was all that hype. He made the team, and then he played in the Atlanta game, like, a decent amount of snaps, like, more than 10. Like, it was, like, a handful. And then just, like, slowly less, 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 and then just totally phased out. And it's like, yeah, you that's not a good sign. I mean, you didn't even see him much, if I remember correctly, in the Packers game week two. No, yeah, it was almost like he just... It was almost like, yeah, we're going to give you 15 snaps, and... You failed. <laughs> yeah. And then, it, like, you maybe sparingly see him, like, on, like, a third and 27. You know, it's like, oh, there's Mata off again, pushed around. Yep. Uh, so, there's him, uh, James Lynch, and... I'm trying to think of the other DT. Who am I missing? Lynch, Watts. 
but they are running with like the third, fourth string. They're like way down. I can pull it up. Yeah, I can't. I can't. Um, You're gonna say, and I'm like, oh yeah, which is kind of a bummer because I really like Lynch. Like, I mean, he had a ton of sacks in college. What was he a fourth round pick? Yep. So hopefully that's just sort of a rookie thing, and maybe he can pass someone. But again, you know, he had to put on some weight. You know, he was a a big DN but a small three tech. So oh, you know who I was thinking of was actually Jalen Holmes, who was moving to DN. Oh, so uh, we did. I feel like this wasn't talked about. We traded for PJ Hall. And then he failed our physical, and we sent him right back to Oakland. And he, where he immediately got cut, because he was told he was getting cut yep. earlier in the day. Then he was traded. For a conditional seventh, which is basically like, if he makes our team, we'll give you the pick. And then he failed the physical, went back Sent, to Oakland. And immediately got cut, and now signed with Houston. Yeah, so good for him, PJ Hall. Uh, 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 they call him P, PJJ Watt? Oh my God! Are you serious? Yeah, he earned that na- nickname in college because he was a freak athlete for his size and super disruptive. So, it, like his uh, Twitter handle is PJJ Watt. Hey, that's I mean that's just embarrassing for him because he's nowhere near JJ Watt. Yeah, it was a second round pick. Um, okay, so that's the D line. I think a little yeah. scary. I feel like our both of our offensive and defensive lines are a lot like, more upside and wishful thinking rather yeah. than pure production yeah so far the names have left and now it's like i hope a fetty can step up or jaleel can break through. it's almost kind of like all right all right coach patterson yeah how good are you it's kind of like with zimmer with the corners like coach him up i mean at least he's got daniel though at the, at the end spot so uh yeah you go to linebackers what's that noise oh is that jessica's tv yeah. jesus christ it's like was that your phone <laughs> um yeah, I, I kind of feel like the D-line and the corners are both very similar. It's like kind of exciting, but also kind of like I could see this going south. Yeah, Corners are even a little more exciting, actually, just because like corners higher are. picks and stuff. But the D-line, I feel like a lot of rotation. Like I think you're going to see plenty of Jalen Holmes, Armin Watts, Jaleel Johnson, Shamar Stefan, Ofedi, you know, maybe some DJ Wanham. I don't know which other edge is going to make it, but like for a few years there, it was pretty much like Griffin, Linval, Hunter, and then the, the year we had Sheldon, it was like those four. Or like recently, maybe you rotate the three tech, but like the other three were pretty steady. Occasionally, a Fetty would come in or Stephen Weatherly, but like you might see a lot more like eight, nine man rotations. Yeah, which is fine. Keep yeah. them fresh, it's keep them have going. To, I feel like because like lesser players, well, let's keep them fresh off the bench. They did also say Daniel Hunter's not moving. Did you hear that? Yeah, I did. To hear the other that. side, and it was like, which is fine, but it was like, I think Patterson was like, well, you saw what he's done at uh, left end. Okay, well, let's not pretend that Daniel Hunter's good because he's at left end. Daniel Hunter would be a god wherever you put him. Yeah, he's like Khalil Mack where you left end, right end, hand yeah. in the dirt, standing up. It doesn't matter. He's a he's an elite pass rusher no matter where he's at on yeah, the Yeah, so let's not – like if you just want to be like, yeah, we're going to leave him there not to like mess with things. But like it has nothing to do with his position of how good he is. Like you – honestly, I would still move him because I think you're going to get more strip sacks – and maybe you can move him around. So it's like, oh, they have a really good right tackle, but their left tackle sucks. Move him to the other side and let him murder some like scrub left tackle. But no. they're not going to do that. So it's, it's I, I would even I like I was just thinking about it as you were talking about moving him around. Even I think it'd be a lot of fun somehow to see Bar and Hunter double a gap it. Yeah, there you go. The size of that, like yeah. six 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 five, just. Uh, you know, Put your hands up. And I don't care who's rushing in the passer on the end, Zettel and Afidi. I don't care. I just think, you know, that, that'd be a fun look. Because I also think Daniel Hunter is probably athletic. I know he's athletic enough, but I also think he's smart enough where 
if you did want to just like show that look twice, but the second time Hunter pulls back in coverage, yeah. yeah like, maybe we'll see some weird stuff. We do have the capers coming in with the zone blitzes and all kinds of stuff. So maybe they're gonna maybe they're smoke screen. Maybe maybe Daniel Hunter will be everywhere. Who knows? Nope. Uh, linebackers. So I would say the one big story about linebackers is Cameron Smith. Yeah, Cam Smith had a heart condition. Yeah, he had like a irregular heartbeat. Like they caught it doing the COVID test, I guess. So like he's out for the entire season to get open heart surgery. Um, maybe wasn't going to make the team. Maybe like your last man on the roster. He he didn't make it last year, but hung on the practice squad. Yep. So you know, wish him the best. The rest of the group, you got. Kendrickson Barr. Haven't heard much about them because they're Kendrickson Barr. Yep. Uh, Gideon started on Pup. Oh, correct? yeah. Yeah, he's been out for a while. Yeah, so What's Wilson. What's his deal? I, I don't know. See, that's, I don't know. I would he's a home. thumper. He's a thumper. They're going to have probably a concussion. He's banged <laughs> up. He's, his bell was rung. Uh, yeah, so you've got Eric Wilson, who they, they always talk up. You know, he's he's a jack of all trades, solid linebacker. But, I, you know, for someone like we are super excited about Troy Dye, I haven't heard much about yeah, him. Yeah, I haven't heard much, if anything, Hard for about linebackers, Dye. though. Like, you can't tackle. So, like... Yeah, it's really like... Ooh, he filled the gap. Like, yeah, how quick know. How quick did he fill the gap? Like, did he, did he make the right choice? Like, when he decided to shoot the gap, should he have stayed home a little bit more often and just... Stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, it's more, again, since you can't tackle, it's more of like an eye test on like, do you know your spot? Mm-hmm. It's you can't. It's not going to be as fun as watching receivers in corners like battling and stuff. It's it's a linebacker like running yeah. slightly and then being like, oh, okay. Uh, so, um, I don't know. Yeah, I've heard much about linebackers, so the rest of the roster is kind of just random. I think we just picked up, who did we do? Was that bowling or is that a, I don't know. Bunch of random dudes. I can't. Bunch of scrubs aren't going to make the team. Yeah. yeah. The, so. the linebacker. I mean, again, linebackers are set. If Gideon uh, is off of pop by playing by the season starts, it's Gideon Barr Kendricks, probably. And if Gideon's not there, it's Wilson. Mm-hmm. So there's your four linebackers. Die, probably making the team. So that gives you five linebackers. And if you find a special teams ace, because clearly Kentrell Brothers is. Central Brothers, he's still not around. Where is Central Brothers? Uh, so yeah, enough about the boring linebackers. Let's go to the. Let's should we go safety? Let's go first? safeties just because. Yeah, like they're also boring. I mean, we did grab Stephen Parker off the waiver wire. I mean, this is big. I actually, I, I forgot about it. We have we have not looked at our notes on our phones or anything. Oh, I kind of I kind of so went through mine, and we're hitting most of mine. Um, but uh. Like I, I don't mind the Stephen Parker edition. Honestly, no, he's actually played a little. Like, yeah, he's not just. A, he's uh, also from I think, from Miami, but th- through Pittsburgh. So he okay. played, you know, deep safety for Mike Tomlin, and I don't know. Again, knows the three four. I think he's he's thirty one. I think solid guy to bring in. You he's can thirty one years old. I think so. Oh, I didn't. Know I thought he, I thought he was older. I feel like he's played for the Chiefs. The Steelers and the Dolphins. Unless I'm thinking of a different Parker safety. Let's take a gander at Stephen Parker, football player. He is 24. 24, not 31. So seven years. So he's younger. not the guy I'm thinking of then. Yeah, I don't think he is, and I honestly don't know if he's played for anyone besides Miami. Yep, one year with Miami. I think so. there's another Stephen Parker who is a yep. safety. For the Chiefs and the Steelers. I'm actually I've definitely heard of a up. Parker. I feel like I know who you're talking about, but I don't know who he is. Uh, all I know is 2019, he had two picks. He played in 14 games. 
And that's his only year, so I guess he was uh, – like, I wonder why they didn't keep him – they played him in that many games, maybe special teamer type. Or like, oh. But he had two picks. That's pretty good. I mean, that's something. Let me look up his Wikipedia. Does Oklahoma, he – Oklahoma, he was – so Rams initially as a practice squad player and then went to Miami, and now he's on the Vikings. Okay. Undrafted free agent in the 2018 draft. Waved and then went on the practice squad, waved again, and then was claimed off waivers. Okay. And then played. Made his first debut last year. Started a game against the Cowboys. So, yeah, interesting that he would, like, get to start. And then, yeah, they waved him on August 13th, and the Vikings claimed him. So, Stephen Parker. uh, Haven't heard much about the backups. Brian Cole, um, Josh Metellus, and Miles Dorn, your boy. Yeah. I haven't heard much. And yeah. even Harrison Hand, I think, is playing a little safety. Yeah, he's kind of been floating bit, back and forth. You got uh, Anthony Harris, no new contract yet. And Harrison Smith, who is uh, letting the hair grow. I don't know if you saw the photo. Yeah, it's, I did. He's not clean. Like, usually he's like he's basically buzzed. buzzed. Yep. He's actually got some hair. So I was like, whoa, what's going on here? This is wild. Yep. I don't I don't like it. Okay. I okay. feel like he's a lot more aerodynamic with a yeah. shaved head. Yeah. That's way you know, he's weighing himself down. Yep. Yeah. Like there's gonna it's gonna create less it creates less drag. And you know, I get it. People are gonna be like, oh, he's wearing a helmet. Not the point. The flow comes out the back. Yeah, yeah. You don't know how helmets work, you know. <laughs> um, but safeties are pretty good and I mean they keep talking up that we have two good safeties, so it's like don't worry about these un- inexperienced corners. We got two good safeties. So yep. like let's hope that works out because as we talk about corners, we got a lot of inexperienced corners here. Yep, and we'll we'll get into that in a second. So yeah, we'll jump into cornerbacks, and the the starting corners in base in in base have Holton been Hill, Holton Hill, Mike Hughes, and Mike Hughes. It sounds like Holton Hill is having himself a hell of a training camp. Yeah. Everyone's praising him. So another one that Zimmer said kind of came in more business-like, a little more mature. Uh, said that he had to keep it up every day, though. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, he, the guy kind of screwed up a few times. He's been suspended for two different things. He was under outrage for a reason. He was in the car with... Who was it that got uh, caught? Rock Thomas. Rock Thomas. About this time last yeah. year. I feel like yeah. it was middle right August. Camp. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, definitely getting talked up. Definitely having a good camp. And kind of like almost the forgotten guy a lot of times because it's like, oh, we got the two rookies. We have Mike Hughes, a former first. But like, oh, don't forget about freaking Holton Hill. But he's he's kind of one of the vets, oddly. So. And I know everyone's like, oh. And he's forgotten because he's, you know, undrafted yeah. free agent. But you got to remember that. Some boards had him as like a top fifty pick. A lot yeah, of absolutely. boards, he's ta- very talented. Yeah, yeah. A lot of boards, it was like you know second to fourth round talent. You know, he's mid round mm-hmm. talent. Some people had like first round talent on him, but you know, mid round talent, undrafted free agent. Yeah, he's forgotten about. I think because of that, and like you said, two rookies, Mike Hughes, first round pick. Yeah, he's just like almost a little less exciting, even though he's still kind of exciting. So yeah, because like, he's know. still only twenty four. Yeah, it's only his. Third year in the league. Yep, it's, so. this is his third year. So yeah, Holton yeah. Hill sounds like he's having a hell of a camp. Uh, Other side is Mike Hughes, who also actually sounds like he's having a pretty good camp. Like they always kind of like him. I mean, they talked him up a ton as a rookie, and then he got hurt. But and then maybe and he last didn't year, have training camp last yeah, year. Yeah, because he didn't he he miss week. He was still coming back. I don't know if he missed it, but he didn't play as much, I believe. Yeah. But then because it was like, oh god, Mike Hughes was hurt. Holton Hill suspended. I remember it was like, what are we gonna do? But. Sounds like he's playing well, um, and he's getting so he plays outside with base right now. But then when they went nickel, a lot of times he'll shift inside, 
and then they're putting Dantzler out there as the outside guy a bunch. So. Yeah, I uh, I was reading today because I hear a bunch about you know the the Hill Dantzler Hughes. Yep. But I think it was today they did a lot of uh, be because I believe Gladney's a little banged up. He's just kind of getting. He like, had uh, I guess he had meniscus surgery in the off season, and they just said it kind of was tender. So it's like, all right, let's just not use him as much. So type of thing. So. He hasn't been getting any, you know, much buzz. No, but it did sound like to, either it was today or yesterday, I can't remember, that he did start uh, rotating with Dantzler on the outside with the ones. Okay. So it would be like Hill, Gladney, Hughes inside. Yeah. So uh, does it seem kind of like Hughes is going to, if everything kind of goes how it's going, will be an outside starter but then shift inside? Sort of like, um, who was it? Was it Captain Munnerlyn his first year? He would always... Winfield. As Winfield well, did it, yeah. Did it. Winfield always did that, yeah. Shift inside on the nickel. So I know they've I've done a little bit of gladney too in the nickel. I think he's also kind of got that size. Like Dantzler will never play nickel. Yep. Be, I mean, he'll play in the nickel defense. He'll never play slot. You know, he's just too tall. Like too tall. You don't he, got the hips. You can't move your hips. You know, you got to be. He's like a boundary corner. Whereas Gladney Hughes are both more like I think like five eleven ish. So you definitely can do the, you know. Quick, quick moves you need to do in that slot spot. Yeah, so. and, and Gladney's. Uh, I I almost prefer Gladney in the slot, just because he's so handsy. You know, like you go up against like Tavante Adams in the slot, mm-hmm. uh, Galladay will play in the slot, Marvin Jones plays in the slot, uh, Ellen oh. Robinson will come inside. Even Anthony Miller. I mean, I know he's not like super good and needs to stay healthy, but those are all guys, in my opinion, who need to have hands on them off the line. Gladney definitely like more physical than Mike Hughes. Like he's gonna like get it. it just from like at least you know scouting reports on TCU tape and stuff. Like he definitely is. Like, it was always a like junkyard dog. Like yeah. he's gonna get in your face. He's gonna do some stuff. So I mean, I it kind of is like wait. So does that mean we drafted a nickel corner in the first round? I mean, Mike Hughes or Gladney, whichever one it is, they were both first round picks. So it's a little like what the fuck. But luckily, Dantzler has kind of been probably the talk of camp. Like he's lighting made it up, a lot, he made a lot of, of big plays. plays. Uh, had an interception to Kirk. He had a great like batted ball up against Thielen. Oh, I think they mentioned that Thielen had said like twenty seven is going to be a good player to Zimmer. So like if you're getting Thielen to say that, I'm guessing you're. And it was like the only thing that was worrisome about him because his tape is great was that forty time. And there's like, I mean, they show him keeping up with Thielen up the sideline. I know you know you got beat by Hollins once and stuff, but it's going to happen. But you win reps and you lose yeah. reps. Like that's just the thing. It's good to hear. Because the corner is the kind of the scary position that, like, Dantzler having a great camp. Holton Hill having a great camp. Hughes having a good camp. Gladney's been banged up, so we don't know. But, like, at least three out of four look like... It's what we had last year. Well, last year we had two. One and a half because Mac missed some time. Well, and speaking of our corners last year, Trey Waynes tore his pec. And he's out for probably majority of the year, which it's means I three think, or four months. I think yeah, they said. Yeah, like, tough break for him. It sounds like our comp pick's probably going to drop around if he doesn't get enough snaps. Is what it is. Third, fourth, really doesn't matter at that point in the draft. Rick's gonna find. Rick's gonna trade it anyways. It's, it's gonna be a fifth and three sevenths. So don't you worry about that one. <laughs> or he'll turn it into a, a, you know, a, a higher first round pick. You never know what's yeah, left. Use it to move up. Oh. Uh, so yeah, then I, I feel better about the corners than I do like than tackle the D tackles or the offensive guards. Yep. Like and the like, I always did feel better about the corners just because of. You know, the upside. The, yeah, the upside. Yeah. But, like, having them show out in camp. Exactly, yeah. Love it. I mean, looking at our draft class, it's definitely been Dantzler and Jefferson. I think I've been, like, 
the two that have popped. Like Ezra, I mean, he was always kind of thought of as a project, and then Gladney's been banged up. So yeah, like Ezra, was- Ezra. I mean, it even sounded like um, we we were planning on taking like the Brian O'Neill path with Ezra, where it's like, yeah. all right, we know you're not going to start at left tackle or tackle mm-hmm. day one, but you know you're the type of body and style of play where you know not year not day 1 but year 2 plug and play left tackle future Brian O'Neill obviously started a lot sooner mhm well and it was because i think Rashad Hill got hurt yep. and then he just took the job and never gave it back yep so maybe if Cleveland gets that shot like he'll do that but i don't know if he's going to get that shot playing guard like i think if either of our tackles go down it's probably Rashad Hill i would agree you know so and maybe even Oli Udo all before Ezra, all I think, before maybe. Ezra. Like, I don't know. We'll see. Um, but yeah, corner-wide, what do you have? Chris Boyd? I don't know. I haven't heard much about him. No, I'm sure he'll be fine. Special team, team, kind yeah. of demon type. Uh, maybe. I mean, he's a seventh-round pick, so he's, you know, is what he is. Maybe he, he he's looked legit. good for a seventh. But. Yeah, he, but, like, with a seventh-round price tag, he's a legit and expendable player if you find somebody better. Yeah, and it's like, you know, it's good he's our fifth corner. Yep. Because going into the draft, it was like, so our corners are Holton Hill, Chris Boyd, and Mike Hughes. Like that's what's going on. And now eight he's meters. Yeah, and eight <laughs> meters. Well, and then uh, Navell Clark, the UDFA. I've heard he had a couple nice pass deflections the other day. So oh, right on. Maybe he'll try to fight Chris Boyd for a job. I kind of think Chris Boyd's making the team just because they love his love on special teams. Yeah, which I'm fine with. Yeah. Uh, again, Chris Boyd, solid fifth round pick. He uh, seventh round pick. Se- seventh round pick. He had uh, he had so- some plays last year. Yeah, no, like he, he for yeah. a seventh rounder, he at least like was did stuff. What was that Nate? Was that Meters who got blown up against the Packers a couple times? Meters sucks. Yeah, dude's trash. I think they're playing him at safety quite a bit actually. Some of the, I thought we were playing him at safety last year, but then he was playing slot corner because oh, everyone was getting hurt. Yeah, all of a sudden there's Nate Meters <laughs> and they're just picking on him. I guess Harrison Hands the other guy, but yeah, like you said, he's been doing some safety. So I've again I haven't heard much about him. Oh. Um, and then the special teams. Same three guys. I think Bailey last I saw was seven for seven. Bailey, uh, Bailey said he feels like it's like twenty seventeen or something like that. I thought I saw, or he oh, feels yeah. like he he feels just as good as he did pre injury, and last year gave him the confidence to feel that way since he kicked pretty well. So I don't think he we're gonna have to worry about like him being like a head case, and if he misses one, it's gonna blow the rails off of things yeah i think they got it down to a good little uh trio yeah like i think yeah it's, it's i think we're cutting, not tinkering anymore yeah, like, think, it's all good like we just he's gonna miss some sometimes and i feel like he was more shaky on extra points like, yeah i agree i feel i feel like a longer extra point was his like issue. Yeah, it's like, he's like wait right down the center yeah, where should i put this on the right hash left <laughs> hash where do you want it uh so yeah that's pretty much like all the news that has happened in the first week or two of camp it's going to be weird to just, like, have week one with no preseason. Yeah, like, all of a sudden, be, boom, you're in Lambeau. Yeah, that's going to be really bizarre. But that'll be fun. What is that, probably, like, three weeks away or something? That's three weeks away because I think it's September 12th yeah, or we're, I mean, 13th. Yeah. And we're at August 19th today. So, yeah, three Today's weeks. a Wednesday, so if season probably starts three weeks from now, one more day will be the Thursday night opener. So, probably. I mean, everything goes according who, to plan. Who is it? Is that Chiefs-Ravens? Chiefs-Titans? Do they do the Super Bowl? Not anymore. I think last year was the first year it wasn't Last the year they didn't, but that was just to uh, kick off, like, the NFL 100. Oh. Since the Bears had a good team and the Packers were going to be an up-and-coming team. 
clearly, I mean, they were right on one of them. <laughs> I thought I was going to try to find it here, and no, I can't. September, oh, Houston at the Chiefs. Houston and Chiefs. Houston, yeah. And we play Mahomes on Mahomes versus Watson. I mean, Houston was up 24-zip in the divisional round. And then they and don't have DeAndre game. Hopkins, so. Yeah, don't have, yeah. They have uh, Randall Cobb and they Brandon Cooks. They have Cooks. Brandon Cooks. Uh, so we'll probably do, what, maybe one or two more podcasts before the season starts? Yeah, before hopefully. We one. Definitely do, like, a 53-man cut down. Probably do one more before that, like, yeah, another think, recap th- of all the news, and then a 53-man, a preview of the Packer game, and we'll... Because hopefully we don't, since there's no preseason, hopefully the 53-man cutdown is like September 6th or something. Yeah. Maybe right maybe do, right yeah. before the week. So like maybe the week the before. Yeah, you have like a, or fifth or something like that. You have like a week of practice with like your actual 53 guys. Yeah. I mean, you're going to have 53 plus 16, your practice squad guys. So it'll be interesting. You're, um, damn, you're damn near holding 70 guys. Yeah, what is and that? You only is got, that it's 69, 69, and you only had 80 in camp. So basically 11 are going to cut Cut 11 guys. It's like, oh, okay, that's not hard. <laughs> That guy, that guy. They've already churned like five or six of them off the back end of the roster. Like they pick a guy up, drop a guy. Um, Usually, and then like the guy they picked up is trash, so they pick up the same guy they caught. <laughs> yeah, Tony Brooks James, come back. Uh, all right, well, I think that about wraps it up. We got a softball game to play, so. Yeah, we'll uh, hopefully see you guys next week, if not in like two.